Si le gustaría escuchar un episodio en español, por favor escuche el siguiente episodio. Hello friends, how are you? My name is Larissa Davila and I am part of the team of Blind Cubadora podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you today and I am very, very excited about the next interview that we are about to have. Um, La Incubadora Podcast is part of Economic Growth Business Incubator, a local nonprofit with the mission to provide training, coaching, and support to aspiring and existing business owners who face barriers to grow a successful business. La Incubadora Podcast is born out of the need to put in video and audio a lot of the success stories that we see in our business incubator. We also want to answer frequently asked questions and connect small business owners with the resources to succeed in business and for them to be able to listen to it on their own time, wherever they are. If you are, if you are a small business owners and perhaps your family and the families of your employees depend on you, it is recommended that you have a contingency plan in place to, make, to have at all times. If you would like to know how to prepare with the company in case of unforeseen events with your company, uh, please join us to a chat with Eduardo Miramontes, who is a member success manager at A Plus Federal uh, A Plus Federal Credit Union. So um, join me in welcoming Eduardo. Hi, Eduardo. Hello. We are very, very happy to have you here with us today. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Um, so. I'm sorry, uh, you, you cut off. Sorry, I think it got, the, it got a little disconnected, right? Yes. Um, um, yes, please tell us a little, bit about your a little bit about your story and how you got to the, your position today. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll try to make it uh, as brief uh, as possible because sometimes I, I'm feeling that it's getting longer and longer. But um, <laughs> I'll get, a, get a, uh, an idea. Um, I, I was born and raised in Mexico. Uh, and I, I, I was in Mexico uh, half of my life, I will, I will say. Uh, and I did work for, for major banks uh, over there. And uh, I migrated to the United States as an adult. Um, and and it's, it's been a while. But in, uh, we arrived in Austin in uh, 2009. And since 2009, uh, I've been uh, working with A-plus Federal Credit Union. Um, which to me, the concept of credit union was fairly new. And I have been, uh, I have had the fortune to only have uh, been working for credit unions ever since I came to the, to the United States. At, at A-plus Federal Credit Union, I had a lot of opportunities. Um, most of them are, is because I spoke Spanish very well and I, and, and I had the, the banking background uh, from, from, from Mexico. Um, I, I have been to many branches as well. And, and many positions. So it's, you, 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 I started as a, a member service counselor, which is very similar to a banker. Um, if, if you think about a, 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 the similarities in the banking world, is very similar to, to a banker. 
um, that position kind of evolved and, and it's more like universal. But then uh, I went to different uh, branches doing doing that as a senior um, uh, member service uh, counselor. Then I had the opportunity to lead um, uh, the Round Rock branch. I was the assistant branch manager at Round Rock um, for a few years. And then I had uh, the opportunity, a, it was a big opportunity to open a new branch a new location for A plus Federal Credit Union over there in the Northwest Hills uh, area um, um, by uh, North uh, North Hills and, and Hart Lane. And uh, I had the opportunity there and we were um, there at that branch for about four years. Then another opportunity came up and uh, I, I, I went to the main branch, you know, the head, headquarters of A plus Federal Credit Union. Uh, as as a manager of of, of their uh, their main location, and uh, that was that was uh, something very very interesting as well because it's the biggest branch uh, that A plus has, and um, to me the the joy of, of of being there was having about seventeen employees uh, that we were all dedicated to to help our our members uh, in there. And now uh, I join a new role that is called a member success administrator. And in, in this role, I'm going to have the opportunity to to be more in touch with the Hispanic community, um, because this, this is is basically uh, a, a role that that is going to create and uh, the Hispanic strategy for A plus Federal Credit Union, so that we can better serve our members uh, that we, well, the community that we live uh, uh, in uh, with A plus. That, that is that is great and i mean it, it is a growing population in not only in central texas but all of the united states and i know that you have been very actively involved with the community for example you graduated from the hispanic austin leadership program in 2019 you were recognized as the ambassador of the year by the greater hispanic greater austin hispanic chamber of commerce in 2019 and you have been named in 2021 for the generous business award honoree um, in the category of Volunteer of the Year. So you do a lot of volunteer service in the community. I think this um, new position for you, it's going to be great. And it's going to be not only great for you, but also for the community that it seems that you enjoy um, helping so much. And can you tell us a little bit more about what you enjoy the most about your job, Eduardo? I, what I love about my job, because uh, I, I, really, I really, really love what I do. Uh, every day I get to help somebody, and that to me is is pretty much kind of falls in into the purpose of life. Um, I think a lot of people think their purpose is to do something great or achieve something or be successful. I think it should be more simple as what about helping others, and how many people have you helped today, or in your life, how many people have have you have you helped? How many lives have you touched and the fact that i get to do that every every single day is just a joy and uh, and and i feel very fortunate that i i'm in a in an organization that allows you to do just that exactly i was i was um talking to some of the team members the other day that it's uh there's this japanese word that it's called i think igikai i don't know if i'm spelling it correctly igikai which is um doing what you love to do, what you're good at doing, what helps the community and what people are willing to pay you to do. So it's like finding your purpose in life. life, And I think that you have found that for your life, which is 
amazing. And um, so having worked in the banking industry in the past and now working for a, for a credit union, um, why do you like working more for a credit union rather than a slightly larger bank or the, the traditional banks that we see? Yes. Um, it's, 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 it has to, a lot to do with, with what you just said, right? Uh, finding the, the ikigai, uh, the point where you can do what you're good at uh, you find joy and and uh, and use your 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 everything you know, your skills and and uh, attributes to to do that. The big difference between uh, a bank and a credit union that allows people like me to 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 find that and do that is that that a credit union does not have any owner, any one single owner or or a small group of owners. You think about a bank uh, or many businesses, uh, they have an owner or a group of owners which are the stockholders. And the purpose is uh, to earn money, to make money, just like any other business, that's, that's fine, that's normal. Um, it, but to me, finding another concept that was, yes, we have this organization that is not for profit, meaning our main purpose is not to make money and there's actually not a, a one person or a small group of person that are the owners everybody that is a member it's an owner it's part owner of of, of the credit union and everybody has a vote to select a, a, a group of people which are the board of directors who make the major decisions uh, for the credit union and it turns out that the board of directors they don't get paid they're voluntaries uh, people that believe in the in the credit union movement. So I was like, wait, so they're not trying to make money, um, and that what that does in the employee's mind is when I'm facing a member, somebody that that that, that needs help, I am not thinking, I need to sell you something. Um, I'm thinking, how can I help you? I just need to find that that thing that you need help with. Sometimes you know that you need help specifically. Sometimes you don't know. And that's our job. And we can really focus on, 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 on that side of our job. And I don't have any particular pressure, uh, pressure that, that I have to do this so that I can keep my job um, uh, to, to kind of sell some something very specific. I just have to find what, what is best for you. And that's how we, we will find you. And that allows us also to go out in the community and, uh, and find what the community needs and how we can help and be good partners uh, uh, in, in the community as well. Eduardo, do we, can we find the credit unions in Latin American countries? This is a concept that is not very familiar for um, first-generation immigrants, is it? it? I mean, when you think about it, 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 is, it sounds like such a, such a new concept for us, but uh, I, dug, I dig into that. Uh, I dug into that, and there are, there are credit unions uh, worldwide uh, it's just not as spread out as, as it is in, in the United States. Um, in, in Mexico and other countries, they may be known as cooperativas, cajas de ahorro, uh, okay. cooperativas de crédito y ahorro. Um, so there is, there is some similarity, but, uh, but me coming from Mexico City, I never saw uh, a, a credit union in, in Mexico City um, uh, into that. Um, so it is something that should be uh, uh, more widespread in, 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 in around the world. 
but uh, I think that's still work, some work to do there. Yeah, it is a privilege that we have, I guess, in 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 Central Texas or in the United States that we have um, some more you know, um, credit unions. So that is that is something amazing. So in your position, you you talk about helping the community and how um, you get this opportunity to help all the time. In your position, do you find the people who do not save? Um, their company's money for unforeseen events that they don't don't have contingency plans that they don't save money for rainy days. Oh my God, all the time, um, and that's that's unfortunate. Um, the majority of people do not have that um, um, discipline or habit to to have saved uh, uh, for 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 the unforeseen uh, into that. So there is a big number of people whether it's personal or business that have, have not saved for what um, any any unforeseen circumstances. Um, what are some examples that you uh, frequently encounter or what can be called like an unforeseen event that a small business owner should be planning for or should have some money saved for? So what, what would be an example of a rainy day for for, for the purposes of this, um, this yeah. episode? And that's very important because that's something we have to define uh, uh, early on as you as you embark in, 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 in doing a business. If you're planning to do a business or you're already in a business, you have to define what 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 does that mean? Um, because a lot of people get confused and think that a rainy day, it's a normal expense that we should have planned for. And I always kind of use a, the vehicle, buying a car, buying a vehicle as an example. Because it happens, it happens to us all the time. You, what happens when you buy a vehicle? You know, you kind of know that it's going to need some maintenance, and you're going to have to kind of spend some money on it. Um, but when when the time comes to make a major repair that was expected, you're like, oh my god, I didn't expect this to happen. I'm not. I don't have the money to pay for this repair uh, into that when it should have been something that you you should have planned for. So that is not a. That's not called a. And uh, 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 a, a rainy day, it's just that you didn't plan for it when you should have planned for it. But if you do from the beginning and define all the possible uh, uh, scenarios where your business is gonna kind of need some some flow, some cash flow, you're gonna encounter that there's gonna be very little rainy days. The the one good example, fortunately and unfortunately, that we all 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 had was just recently. Uh, COVID. When when COVID-19 uh, hit us, nobody could plan for that. Nobody knew exactly what that meant and how was uh, how that was going to impact us uh, into that. So that, I will call it a non-foreseen circumstance, a, a, a real rainy day. Everything else in, in your business and in your life can be planned for uh, uh, because you know you there's so many other businesses that have gone through the same thing. And if you have done the exercise of, of, of doing your homework and investigating planning. what planning and, and building a strategy for, for those times is not really a rainy day um, uh, into that. So you and every business should have like a rainy day fund, call it, call it savings, call it whatever you want to call it. But there should be a, a, a savings for all those things that are planned for. And one that is really for rainy days for those times, like if COVID uh, or something like that hits again, 
do I have a, a, a fund that is going to help us with that and not expecting some magical uh, or, or, or celestial help uh, from, from above. But but even even during COVID, we so we saw some examples of people that uh, had a savings to continue to keep their employees while the funds from government came, and then we saw some people that had to let go of their employees, and they, they and then when they reached out to get them back, they couldn't get them back because they found other positions that that were more fitting for them. So I think having some sort of savings, uh, some um, I guess like cushion for 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 situations like this you can't plan for the whole thing but you can plan for a little bit of it to have even uh, small business contractors when when they want to bid for larger projects with, with construction companies they ask them to see how much money they have and to see if they are um they are a good fit for them because when they take some time to pay them they want to make sure that they have enough money on their payroll so on their account so that they, that they can do payroll for their employees so um sometimes it is for rainy days and sometimes it is uh just for the for the company to grow you have to be ready to um cover for expenses or at least have a relationship with a credit union that can help you or or, or a bank to to have that connection so it is very important that they do have some sort of savings or cash flow in their account so that they can grow from stage to stage or they can uh, make sure that they continue to work strong and without stress if there's some sort of um, incident or irregularity in their in their cash flow so what do you recommend for a small business owner that is listening to us or perhaps an entrepreneur who is about to start a, a business, what would you recommend for them to start saving? The key word is start. Uh, start now and, 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 and never stop. Uh, a lot of times we wait, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, when, when I have $1,000, I'm going to start my savings funds. And how are you going to get to those $1,000? Like, how is that going to happen? It, everything is, is about planning uh, 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 planning for it. And if you didn't plan for it by saying, by saving $100 every week, every 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 other week, I will get to $1,000. You never get to $1,000 because life will hit you first before you get, you get to that uh, expectation. So remove any obstacles and start now, whatever that means. And be, be simple. The, the key is to start. If you haven't saved by now and you're already an adult and you haven't developed that habit of savings, that's fine. Don't worry. Just start, start now. And what that means is decide an amount or a percentage for from your next income, whether income that's your next paycheck, your next uh, uh, venue that, 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 that you do. The next money that you receive, you have to decide I'm going to set a percentage, 10%, 5%, or $100, $1,000, whatever that is. You have to decide and say, I'm going to set this money aside, almost like if it's an expense. Yes. If you budget it as an expense, then it's more, it's, it is more, more likely to happen. Once you decide, okay, that's going to happen, you have to be specific. Okay, where is that going to go? Okay, 
the so next time i get paid i'm going to put a hundred dollars into this savings accounts that i have just set up specifically for that okay how is that going to happen who's going to move it you are you going to move it are you going to do it is there a way that you can uh, uh talk to your to your banker and and, and do it automatically so you have to kind of define how you're going to do it so that it really happens you schedule it if, if you schedule it uh, also is almost more more likely to happen and then once you start keep it going keep it going because that's kind of the action that that that, that is going to get you to where where you want to be and 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 you you'll get there do you do you recommend that they have two accounts so one for savings and one for just a, a cash it's very important yes it and it's very important to to name your money your money needs to have a name mm -hmm. that's also key in your mind uh, it's, it's there's some psychology that will help you with that because if you have money sitting there and then the money has no name it's gonna go away with whatever comes first but if you have a name whether that's a, a separate checking account, let's let's talk about businesses. Business should have different checking accounts and different savings accounts. This is my operating checking account. Okay. Then I have this other checking account that is for payroll, and then I have this other checking account that that is for um, expenses. And there there could be a list, but you could you could have uh, uh, more than one. Then there's also this savings account, but this savings account is specifically for my next um, investment. This uh, other savings account is for the rainy day, the rainy day fund. Uh, this savings account is to cover any uh, uh, unforeseen circumstances for employees. Like, do you have a backup account that is going to cover for employees' salaries if if, if something happened? There, there could be many, uh, many reasons that, that I can give you. We can go on and, and make it uh, a little bit more complicated. But it's, it's really about naming your money. If we talk about your personal life, it's the same thing. I'm saving for a car. So this money here is for the car. This money over here is for the house. And this money is more specifically for the uh, computer that my son want, wants to buy next year. So when the time comes that somebody is asking you for money, whether that's a need, a sale, so then you look at your books and you're like, hold on, let me check. Uh, nope, sorry, I didn't budget for this, so I cannot do it. And it's easier for you to decide whether you have money or not. because. If you don't, you're gonna be. Oh yeah, I have I have money here, and I'm gonna use it for whoever asks first, and then the money's gonna go away very quickly. Yeah, that is that is that is a that is great advice. And as you said, you have you have to name it and you have to see it, right? So um, I, I, this morning I was talking to uh, a client who who says, "Oh, we've been operating for two years, but every year, every month after we're done with all those the all the." Um, income and all the expenses, we're always at a zero. So the next month, it's again. So we just survive on a zero um, cash flow. And uh, so th what you're saying is you have to plan. So you you budget to make that money so that you can put it on a savings account so that it, it can be there and it can grow so that you don't like have this stress in your life. So it, what, if, what if something happens today? What if something goes wrong? What if someone doesn't pay me and I need to make the payment? So Yes, of course, it's absolutely necessary to plan for that. So what would you like people who listen to us today to take away from our conversation? What would be the most important thing out of our conversation that people need to remember so that they can uh, 
plan for rainy days with their businesses? I, I think I can summarize it in, in take action. Stop waiting. If, if you're waiting for something to happen to so that you get to do something, I mean, you're going to keep waiting. So stop waiting and take action, whether that is take, uh, taking a piece of paper and start writing down your, your strategy, your plan of, of what you're going to do, or just go ahead and do it. Put that money away, name the money, do something towards what you want to achieve and take, take action. That is great. That is great, great advice. Thank you. Thank you very much. So you hear that, people? Please take action, start planning, start saving, and make sure that you have a stronger business um, for you, your family, your employees, the families of your employees. It's very important that you take action and that you plan for rainy days. And Eduardo, where can we uh, find you? How can we find you? I think the most important thing is is, is um, that you can find help uh, in at any of our, our branch locations. So if if you if you, if you need something uh, right away, you can stop at any of our branches at A plus Federal Credit Union, and there's going to be somebody very capable to 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 help you uh, going uh, in there. Because it's, it's been a little been a little hard to reach out to me directly. You can always reach out to me by by email or or I'm on on, on social media as well, but uh, honestly, to get the help that you really need, uh, you just need to go to 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 the nearest branch uh, to help you. We have people in English, people in Spanish that can help you out. Absolutely. Well, um, here you have it, friends. You can find uh, Eduardo and his team at aplusfcu.org, or you can just find them online at A plus Feral Credit Union. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Eduardo. It's been a pleasure to um, speak with you. And uh, we had we just had the episode in Spanish. So all everything that we spoke about right now, it was um, we did another episode in Spanish. So you can uh, just find it in our in our page and you'll see that it's right there. So with that. So if you know of anybody that could benefit from what we spoke today, please share this episode with them, share the link and make sure that they listen to it. And if you would like to learn more about Economic Growth Business Incubator and the services that we offer to the community, please visit us at egbi.org and see you, see you soon. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You so much. Thank you.